Hey, welcome to the Hipsid podcast with Rabbi Simcha. We're going to bury the lead for just a second. We have a uh, special guest celebrity superstar in the Bushwick studio today. However, I also want to acknowledge that we have with us our producer, Sherry, in the studio. How are you doing, Sherry? I'm doing great. Looking forward to the show. Sherry, I have some big news for you. You ready? So I was on iTunes, and I saw this past week we have six ratings. So we know for a fact there are six people listening to this show. So you're excited about that? Absolutely. Please keep rating. Please bring in those reviews and those subscriptions. We really appreciate it. We do want to welcome our six listeners who are with us today around the world. One of those listeners, Michael Aaron in Manchester, England, complained last week, Sherry, believe it or not, that there was too much use of the gong. I have one thing to say to Michael Aaron in Manchester, England, and that is... Sherry, you, you, you killed it, Sherry. You killed it. We'll, sta- we'll, we'll go again, Sherry. We're not editing. I have one thing to say to Michael Aaron in Manchester, England. Hit it, Sherry. Okay, one final thing, Sherry. You have been threatening to come to uh, synagogue services, Sherry. Um, if there's a husband for me there, then I'll show up. Make your mother proud. Okay, so we're going to move on to today's special guest. This is the biggest celebrity in the history of the Hipsid with Rabbi Simcha podcast. It is also our sophomore second only ever episode, but we have in the studio, Mayor K, give it up, everybody. Hey, what's up, friends? Oh, Mayor Take it down. Take it down <laughs> over here. Okay. Hold the mic for the mouth. Hold the mic. Okay. So let me give you a little intro for our six viewers all over the world. Uh, Mayor, born Mayor Kalmanson, changed the name Ooh. in the history of Jewish Hollywood <laughs> tradition, uh, is an internet personality best known for his vlogs on YouTube where you have amassed, wait for it, over 350 million views. Wow. You can actually add six to that, man. Uh, and, after uh, this podcast. After the podcast. And his social media presence upwards of one million followers. That's unbelievable. So welcome. Wowzers. Welcome wow. to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. How's it feel to be in the big leagues? This is massive. I'm, I'm really hoping this is my big break right now. This is a game changer. This is that? Everything is about to change. Simcha, I, can, I know I can count on you. And I love your name, Simcha. I mean, that's the epitome of like everything that I do. Joy, baby. Yeah. So that that's actually where I want to start. So I first got into Merkei when I, I saw a lot of your videos going viral. And there's just so much joy so much positivity. Uh, one of them, which I think uh, got a lot of media attention, was high-fiving through Manhattan. Um, any thoughts on that? Where, oh. where, where, where did you have the <laughs> idea um, to just high-five uh, cab-hailing Manhattanites uh, on camera? <laughs> well, I mean, listen, what happened was is that I came back from traveling. I was backpacking Southeast Asia and all of Asia for about seven months solo. And coming back to the city life was a massive transition for me. And walking down the street, I just had like these thoughts of like, what do I want to do? I was thinking about what I want to do next for career-wise and just like to keep myself busy and out of trouble. And video was on my mind. Walking down the street, I just saw this person 
their hands stuck, just sticking out. And I was like, it just, it just nothing else made sense besides that this person was left hanging. The universe was not giving them a high five. And so I was like, all right. I turned to my friend. I'm like, Ellie, we got to go and give this guy a high five. Like, you're crazy. The guy's going to slap you across the face. I'm like, no, man, I believe in it. And so I went out, high five the guy, kept on running for my life. Ellie kept up and caught up with me and said, Mayor, that was awesome. He smiled. And we next day we went down and filmed it. Love it. But the, the coolest thing about the high fives is that you go over to these, I mean, they look like they're very corporate, uh, very conventional, very stuffy, and, and they look, in a first uh, instinct, they're a little offended, and then they laugh. They see the joy, they see the love, and you're able to make a very powerful human connection on a very deep, very profound level, which resonates, you know, globally. And it's beautiful, and we thank you, and we love you. Ah, oh, so much love right here. Oh, you thank go. you so much. I love you too. And it's that simple, though, really. It's like a simple high five. You know, we don't have to go spend much money or time just to, like, connect with somebody and, and to make their day. Love it. There was one video which actually made me call you. I don't know if you remember. I, actually, I called you. I told you that I have a child uh, on the spectrum. And there's a video that you made was so inspiring. You seem to have a real love, a real affinity, a real care for children with special needs. There was one video, I believe it's called Traveling the World with my buddy, Oshri. Yeah, Oshri. Oshri. Yeah, Oshdog. Uh, okay, yeah. give it up. So in, in the video, Oshri, who has muscular dystrophy, yeah. is unable to travel. And you were, you were really his avatar. You traveled um, through South America with a cardboard cutout of him yeah. going through the Bolivian swamps and climbing the highest mountains. It was so touching and so beautiful and so human and so real. Would you like to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, um, thinking back to that time, I get goosebumps. I mean, Oshri and I, ha we have, we, I met Oshri through Camp Simcha, which is a, a camp through High Lifeline. They, it's a camp for kids who are battling uh, cancer and chronic illnesses. And uh, I met him through there. And from there, our, our friendship has blossomed. And he's an incredible human being and, and an inspiration to me. And he loves to travel, amongst other things, besides writing poetry. And... Uh, we traveled. Actually, we took a couple of cruises together. We went to we went to the Bahamas. We 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 uh, swam with dolphins. Uh, we went to Mexico. I pushed him, and um, we ran together in a uh, half marathon three times in Miami with uh, Team Lifeline. So we've gone. We we know adventure. Uh, this trip was uh, a bit of a five months trip, and something that he couldn't do. And there were some activities that um, I knew he would have loved to do, but just wouldn't be able to get around to. So it just made sense. I'm like, I just. You know, the, the week before I flew out, I printed out a, a three, four, four foot picture of him on cardboard and I just took him around. And on the back, in the video, you don't know this, but on the back, I got people to sign their names and write messages to him as well, like as, you know, as if he was traveling with us. And so we, uh, so it was captured like memories on the back and I came back, showed it to him and his, um, presented it to him and his, and his parents were there. It was, it was quite, it was fun and emotional at the same time. That's beautiful. That's really, really, you do have competition though. Oh, yeah. Because on YouTube, when I saw the video, it recommends the next video. Um, there was uh, somebody traveling the country with a life-size cutout of Ashton Kutcher. Oh! They took the cutout through airport security, and it was very funny. So you do have a little competition, but uh, let me Got ask it. you, what's been your favorite... Two things. What's been the favorite video that you've done that really inspired you and touched you? And what's been the video that didn't work? <laughs> you know, my six listeners, they need to get to the essence of the <laughs> right. case. So what's been the bump? Oh, man. The okay. one that's on the cutting room floor that you don't talk about, that no one knows That I about. published or that it hasn't that been published? Pub we don't even talk about it at parties. It's uh. the dirty secret of Mayor K. It didn't work. Oh, snap. 
Um, okay. Who's well, suing you, man? Man. Um, wait a second here. There is this one video that... <laughs> uh, I knew it. I knew it. That well, listen. It's it's it, honestly, it's it was the time I was trying to figure. It's it's it was this dating video I did I with bet. this other YouTube, yeah, YouTuber. I bet. And um, All right, Sherry, <laughs> hit the edit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it went it went well. It was I mean, it was interesting. It was uh, it, it we went out and we um we got we set up a station and to uh to go and and we was inspired by this guy date while you wait, and we went out. And we went to film it, but uh, let's just say the dates didn't go so well. And not just that, it got really it got a little hairy because the guy who invented date while you wait, or the guy who who took those pictures and stuff, who he actually it was one of the chances he had he happened to be on the same platform. He walked by as we were filming this thing, wow. and so like, which I would think you know imitation is the best form of flattery. He wasn't so happy, right. um, and so. Um, he tried to push you on. on he okay. he was like, wait a second, elbow. No, so I I recognized him and I was like going into like you know make an introduction to the guy, the other YouTuber, but YouTuber had no idea. So he was approaching him to sit down. So he was trying to convince him to be in the video, and this guy's like trying to tell him like, yo, I'm I'm this guy who started date while you wait. So, um, anyways, it wasn't it was it wasn't the best video, and also, but during that time, it was also a, trend, a period where I realized like you know this is not the kind of videos I do want to I don't want to make, because right. um, it was more, more of a pranky type video. Right. There's a negative side. Yeah, and I wasn't I wasn't into that. Um, right. but it was you know it's, it's exploration. It's you know you have to you know find that voice, and I realized that wasn't my voice, and it was all part of the you know all good. On the flip side, one of my favorite videos was um. It's not the most popular video, but I really enjoyed uh, going around this, uh, going around the city, setting up a barber shop, and getting my hair cut by strangers and donating it to a kid with cancer. Wow, it's beautiful. Yeah. So I see it was the anti Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen, <laughs> I think, uh, you know. We uh, balance. We balance. You're all about. He teaches, you know, in a very uh, a critical way, but you teach with positivity and with love and with joy. There is a tradition of Jewish humorists. I'm sure you're well aware. I actually wrote a book mm -hmm. called Shtick Shift, Jewish Humor in the 21st Century, available in all good bookstores. Wow. For my six listeners. And uh, <laughs> Saul Bellow once noted that oppressed people tend to be witty. And Mel Brooks has said that if you have the last laugh, you win even when you lose. And in school, I was bullied mercilessly it's a little bit embarrassing to say on the oh, podcast oh were you were you and, and, I, and I kind of in school I discovered my own superpower the power of humor and I became like the class clown and when you tell jokes I found three things happen number one the cool kids like you much more number two <laughs> the bullies bully you much less and number three the girls two out of three I think is very uh, <laughs> very respectable um, but you, so you use humor to educate but I'm just curious to know was there any I guess, triggers in your life, in your history, in your backstory that made you want to entertain, that made you want to go before the camera, that made you kind of realize you could utilize this gift to uh, to really help and heal so many people. That's a, question. That's a great here. question. Get wow, I was uh, for a few times I was oh, going, I was going to answer. Harder. They're getting harder, man, <laughs> and they get and they get longer as well. Oh, yeah. They get longer as well. Yeah. I was like. <gasps> Uh, no, like, he's not finished it. Uh, it's like Howard Stern. We start with the funny and then we, we ease uh, in it's getting serious. to the heavy. You guys are elevating small yeah, talk yeah. right here. We're getting heavy. Well, um, okay. So I would say that um, any triggers that got me into... You know, I, I think I've been blessed with parents who are fantastic and outgoing and warm and kind. And so I've always, you know, seen... Um, 
my my mom and like hosting and my dad like he was like the type of guy who was like leading in camps and plays and stuff and my mom is a nursery teacher and now turned a professional organizer shameless plug and um and she's like and so she's always like high energy out there and going and in school i was introduced to acting performing and plays in school and camps i was just drawn to the to performance being on stage and fed off people's laughter and and their joy and similar to your story by the way um which sort of worked the opposite when i was in uh, early in my yeshiva days in high school middle school um i also got bullied early on i was youngest i came from out of town and i did not I had all this energy, didn't know how to like really allocate, allocate it. So I would get picked on and come off annoying and get messed around a bit. But then I also found the, you know, the the power and the strength in like humor and, and having fun. And so that's flipped people around over time. So, um, you know, it's just it's something within me just gets connected when people smile and laugh and like have a good time. And when I'm the source for that, it just strengthens me and keeps me focused and keeps me in that conversation and that life. So um, it's just like it's like it just keeps the the battery going. I love it. It's beautiful. All right, <laughs> there, is, there is a heavy question. Oh, that and wasn't want, that. No, no, that's just the build up. Got it. So I want to. You are a master of the medium of social media. There is no doubt about it. I believe the term with the millennials is influencer. You are an influencer. Oh man, uh, you have the power to influence, and you do that through positivity. Uh, however, there's like a sh I just joined for my six. Um, listeners, I just joined Instagram. Oh, I'm late to the parade. Uh, Welcome, Rabbi. Rabbi Simcha. I'm 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 around the 425 mark. Psh. It's three weeks in, and uh, my friend Gedalia's dog has five times as many followers <laughs> as I do. Um, so that sort of depressed me. Uh, however, there's something I think Dane, you do you use the platform for positivity and for love and to inspire millions. However, I think there's a danger in having this carefully curated second life. You know, I don't think it's no coincidence the most um, popular movie of the 21st century is Avatar, where the protagonist chooses a fake second life. He chooses the Avatar over himself. There's a book called Wow, Deep. There's a book called Together. Whoa, dropping that? bombs right here. Dropping truth bombs Ooh, in truth Bushwick. Bombs. Yes. Okay. So there's a great book called Together Alone. Sherry Turkle. She talks about how people can confuse tweets with authentic communication. So I wanted to ask you, is there a danger? Do you sometimes feel that you spend so much life, so much of your life on social media that sometimes, you know, you're not, what do they say, IRL in real life? And how do you balance that? Because I found myself, the first thing I do in the morning, I used to say Molde Annie and wake up like a good rabbi. Mm -hmm. Now I roll over, I whip out the phone and I'm, Who's liking? Who's? I'm wow. like, I'm back. Yeah. I'm back in high school because the trick is you want to be followed, but not follow too many. It's a whole, the whole psychological mind, science and so the struggle. Yeah. So how, how do you deal with that and the dangers of that? A very good question. Um, and um, it's not CNN over here. This is serious. Quite no. <laughs> I would say like this. Um, the dangers happen when one starts to divide themselves between the two worlds. So where where I where I where where danger happens is where one becomes inauthentic with themselves, and where one is living a life off social media and then living their life on social media and they're two different people. Let's say people will find let's say a celebrity who's on social media and they seem to be like a really funny, happy-going, lucky person. They meet them in real life and 
you know, they don't tend to be that, that, that type of person and then they get disappointed or I can only imagine what's happening internally for that person themselves. So for a little bit, that was hard for me. And it, it's, a, it's a new medium, it's a new life, it's a new way of communication and living because it's such a, it's a living organism within our, like we stop our life to post on social media. It's, it's, it's a wild phenomenon. So um, it took some time for me to get that balance and like it was super hardcore and then, you know, then I, I, I jumped off um, social media for a bit to to define that you know that that inner voice what what was wrong what wasn't working why wasn't I feeling the same way I was when I was projecting and I had to stop because it's, I didn't want to push a message which I didn't believe in and, and stand by so um, or feel that and so it's so I mean the trick is for me is just to always gauge within myself to always be real with myself and say like okay what what am I producing am I you know is that something that I could work live I live by I stand by I could put my word behind. Um, and there's not much of a, of a, uh, of a separation between what I post on social media and what I'm living in real life. So it's, and again, it's a choice as well, how we want to use it. Like, I'm not really interested in posting like the kind of food I'm eating. I mean, like, why not elevate that platform to trying to better myself, to my friends, the family, my, my, my the family, the world. Why not just use that tool? How many filtered kale smoothies can we possibly <laughs> like? I, I read the other day that uh, Hashtag no filter. every day. I filter. Is that bad? No filter. Hashtag no filter. Someone told me the cool kids don't hashtag underneath. Oh, yeah. Is that, yeah. That's a thing? You got to help thing. me. Yeah. I'm new. I'm new to the medium. <sighs> yeah, it seems like it seems like, yeah. The, right. the, no, but yeah, but yeah. It's you don't look like you're true. You don't look like you're trying too hard. Yeah. Right? Also, you, oh, if you're going to be if you're going to be hashtagging, just to get creative with it. You know, uh, you got to have fun with it. Someone told me that one in five people, no, five people a day are killed taking selfies. Although I did read that on Instagram, so um, it's probably not true. Right. Okay, so now we're getting to the real questions. Uh, I saw an article this week on... He looks nervous. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, not not, laughing I'm, sitting up, I'm sitting up He's in my seat right now. I should have vetted these questions. There you go. Okay, so uh, I saw on CNN.com... It wasn't me. wasn't you. It was the fat Jewish. Oh. And uh, don't be offended, but he does have 10 million uh, Insta followers. I'm happy for his success, man. So, That's great. That hairdo, though. That, Oof. Yeah, I don't know how. There's a lot of gel. A lot of gel that and is a lot of bobby pins. Have dollar candle on his I head. tried to do the fat Jewish Purim a few years ago. I had the t-shirt, uh, money, pizza, respect. Boom. I had the belly. You had rosé? I, I had the rosé. I had the belly. I just couldn't I couldn't do the hair. I couldn't do it. So I did the beard. The beard. Ooh, I did upside I like down. It. Upside down. There you go. Okay. I like so it. fat Jewish was interviewed on CNN this past week. And he said that he believes the, the uh, online phenomenon of influencers and the age of the influencer is coming to an end. And I saw yesterday, in fact, uh, Facebook had dropped 20% because there are less people uh, signing up now. And I guess to follow on from, from the question that, that I just asked you, can we take it too far? And is there a danger that we're diluting the medium that if everyone is photographing and and liking and swiping and sharing everything uh, are we just missing life yeah you know so i think uh, again it comes back to um social media like the, the world has to progress it has to move forward and that's right. what technology does and that's why we do as human beings we're always growing um hopefully in, in, a, in, a, in a good direction but we're always there's always movement so the the phenomenon of social media and the influencer that that whole thing has existed in the past just in different packages right. tv radio different platforms the, the actors and celebrities of the, oh, those times the, the olympians and still today so like these are just we're just slapping on new you know millennial words to it but the fact is that there are always going to be platforms there are always going to be people using those platforms who have a, a voice which people will follow and listen to so it comes down to just 
breaking it down as you know, you know, a follower of Chabad and the Rebbe. The Rebbe was all about, you know, when television and radio came out, it's all about using that tool for good. So like when people start bashing social media, I feel like there's a whole other story where there's so much good around social media, so many good things and so many quali- great qualities about it. So it comes down to like who's using the tool and for what purpose and having that balance in one's life. So it's like, yeah, waking up in the morning, have that. And, and all these, and there's a lot of um, CEOs who I, I, you know, I've been reading up on about living a more productive day. You know, they keep their phone away from the bed in the opposite room and, and all these different types of things that you could one, prevent oneself to see and, and to, to use social media and the phone in a healthy way. You have to control it. It should not control Right. You, you want to run, be run by the day? Man you run K the day. people rides the waves, takes the punches, answers the questions, <laughs> and he's still standing. Oh. Uh, you're really giving me incredible, uh, I guess, uh, guides for life over here because I did find Instagram consuming me. I'm trying to stop. I'm trying not to keep looking about it. It doesn't define who I am. But However, as a rabbi, it's a great vehicle to connect, you know. And I look, so I, I would, I was young people. I'm going to cut you off rabbi right there, but I wouldn't say you can cut me off anytime. Boom. All right. So I'm cutting in and, right and now. Married 16 years. I'm used to it. Oh man. You're talking to a bachelor here. So I, I don't even know. Um, but I was going to say that what you were saying before is like, okay, um, you know, the, the social media getting sucked into it. I'm trying to stop, but I'm a rabbi and it's a really great tool. I'm like, stop right there. Don't use the word but, just use the word and. So you don't have to differentiate between good and bad in that conversation. It's okay. So you're, you know, you're working on using social media in a healthy light for your personal life. And it's also a great tool as a rabbi. So like it, it's, it's, we don't have to, we don't have to, you know, throw. Hashtag flipped it. <laughs> no, we're not hashtagging anymore. Uh, yeah, hashtag. yeah, yeah, just, it. it just is. It. It is. It's like, yeah. So it's like. Woke. It, <laughs> woke. Stay woke, peep. Yeah, Rab. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, and, and also I think a lot of people do like to talk about how social media is running their life, but they like to be run by social media. Right. You know, right. It's, right. it's a distraction. It keeps us, you know, um, busy and it feels like we're doing something when we're not right. really not. So, um, so for, I, I personally, I see the future of social media like media uh, in, in a, on a macro level is the micro influencer. The micro influencer is not the fat Jewish. He's not the 10 million. He's the 30,000 followers to 250,000 followers who has, he's a micro influencer. He's, he's really respected within a certain niche. His, his word, his message goes, goes globally, but it's, it stays locally as well. And I think that's something that you've been able to do that, that you live uh, prominently as a Jew, as an Orthodox Jew. I'm looking at you right now. The sit seat are flying in, <laughs> in the Bushwick um, wind. But at the same time, you're, you live in modernity. You're out there. You're, you're modern. You're, you're prevalent. And you're living in the world. So I think that's something that you're doing. And let me ask you as a, as a final question, um, what's next? Where do we go? Ah, so I think absolutely. I know there was a top secret uh, project that you told me that if I spoke about, you'd have to kill me. Um, let's yeah, talk about this, it. That's okay. Right here online right on, on the podcast. We will hold it back until you launch. <laughs> okay, good. Well, we'll but, work it around you. By the time the, your six listeners hear this, right? Um, it may have been bumped up by maybe nine, 10, 18 high. Wow. Could you get high? Can you imagine? Unbelievable. I can imagine. Uh, you're going places, it's Rabbi. It's good to dream. <laughs> a boy could dream. Um, I would say when this comes out by then already, I, I'm working on right now. I'm on a music video with uh, Shmuel Unger. Uh, Macha Bracha, he had a hit single. So that's uh, we're launching that next week. So when by the time you hear this, it'll be out there. Check it out. A lot of fun. Um, I'm right now working on a my own podcast. 
Uh, got competition. Hey, is, you know, it's enough. It's enough. We'll love to have. We'll have. Love to have you on the podcast. I'm on it. You're on it. I'm in it. Rabbi Simcha, man. Yeah. I wrote a book about superheroes. Wow. I wrote a best-selling book about superheroes. Oh my gosh. CNN. Yeah. And that's not fake news, right? That's real, people. I love this. Where can I find that? Where can people go? I will send you one. Wow. I will sign it in blood and send it to you. <laughs> there you go. My man, all right. Because you are a su- you're a superhero to many people. And I think Thank you. I think what the superhero does is the superhero has a double identity. The uh-huh. superhero is is masked and clandestine. The superhero lives an ordinary life, a, a Peter Parker, Clark Kent, a Bruce Banner representing the, I, I see it very much as a Jewish assimilation archetype. Superheroes were created by Jews, almost all of them. If a person's name ends in man, man, they're either Jewish, Lippmann, Feldman, Goldman, <laughs> or a superhero, Superman, <laughs> Spider-Man, Batman. However, the superhero chooses to connect to his inner, the Sharma, his inner soul, his inner source, and inspire the world and transcend the world and save the world. That's wow. something you do. You do it and you go to everyday places, downbeat places, ordinary places. I saw one video. You were on a, a three train, I believe. A three train. Yeah, yeah. From yeah, you, made, Heights. you made a discotheque on a uh, train. I'm bringing that back. I'm bringing that back. Yeah, that was incredible. One of my favorite, one I, of my best nights of my that life. That could lead to mixed dancing, but. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, totally. <laughs> Tell totally. me about the video. What was the, that was a fun, that, it was just fun. It was just a fun video. You're not I mean, scared of getting sued? Scared? Or? Oh, man, I laugh in the face of danger. Uh, no, but no. actually, that's number one. And Face your fear. Yeah, that's it. That's where growth lies. So, I mean, I, I an, an MTA officer walked by, and he was like, good luck with your project. I mean, it's New York City. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, this is the place where, like, everything, everything goes. And so I'm actually planning, not just for video-wise, I plan to, um, after the summer, to start a once a month, start a, a, a monthly um, DJ dance party on the subway, just for fun. Wow. Bring a friend out there, we'll throw a party. It's going to we'll, be a specific place. So we'll send out, a, it'll be a text, uh, it'll be a text uh, 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 message will go out to those who are on the list. They'll find out the time, the location, which train, and we'll meet there, and bam, we're going to dance and just have some fun on I mean, a Thursday I night. I mean Michael Jackson. Rabbi, I, I mean, want you to... I can moonwalk with the best of them. Ooh. Go, go, Rabbi. Go, there Rabbi. Go. Okay, so finally, what's the top secret? You can't talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm excited about dropping the podcast. Um, I'm oh, right the, now also... The we're doing the... Well, that's the music video. We're also um, filming this uh, over the summer a short film, which we plan to put into film festivals. Like, uh, really exciting about that. Teamed up with some really talented people. One well, of what's which, the short film? Um, oof. Ooh. Ooh. That's, ah, that's the, the meat and potatoes right there. Let's just say I'm... I'm, I'm I, I can't say too much, what it, but it, it is about... Um, the general gist of it is... Um, in a world of where there's um, everybody's misdeeds and, and um, are tattooed to their bodies and the outside we can see, um, we go, we follow this journey of a young man who discovers um, how to find, uh, find, find happiness and truth in his life again. Wow. Um, it's it's going to be Deep. it's going to be a black and white and uh, no dialogue. Artsy. Yeah, a little yeah, we're doing that little artsy a way. Little, a little uh, avant-garde art house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. something a bit different, something a bit different um, from the Mayor K. France. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm looking to um, expand beyond the social media to more long form content as well. So um, besides that as well, I'm working, uh, God willing, on a uh, on a documentary, full length documentary about the pros and cons of social media. Wow. Okay. I think uh, that about wraps it up. I want to thank our guest, Mayor Kay. You are inspirational. You've inspired me. You've inspired my six listeners. You've inspired Sherry. Are you inspired? 
I am. By the way, you have way more than slick six listeners, and it's growing all the time. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Those are just the reviews. Oh. It's only getting started. That's Hear that? it. Hear that? My mother. I got seven now. <laughs> okay, so Matt, how can we find you? How can we swipe you? How can we like you? How can we follow you? <laughs> it's it's all on social media, you know. Let's get get it out. M e i r k a y Mayor K. Have a great day. You know, just that's it. This, that's my motto. You know, feel free to go on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, reach out, send a message, check out some videos. Love to hear from you. Okay. Thanks so much for having me, Sim. There you go. You met, you survived. The Yo, we did it. We ask the hard questions because if we don't, who is going to do so? Yeah. Okay, that about wraps it up. I want to uh, say thank you to our producer, Sherry. Thank you so much. Thank you to Mayor Kay. We will be back in two weeks from now. We do have a special celebrity guest. You know who he is. I know who he is. He knows who he is. And no one else knows who he is. Okay. <laughs> so that about wraps it up. I want to thank everyone. Do you have a one, uh, one final teaching for everyone? Catchphrase, saying, take home. Oh, man. I, I mean, I, I'll just end off the way I end off my vlog. Let's fortune cookie and what's inside. Oh, man. Rabbi, you did your homework. Really? I, I see notes. I see his notes in front of you. I, notes. I got a fortune cookie video. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, what? I didn't know that. Stop the podcast. Go on YouTube. No. Right. Y'all check it out later. Yeah, it's fun. Know. It's fine. Just as a fortune cookie. You can see my... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really tight. That's wearing tights. A lot of you could tell the religion, wow. which I'm part of. But it was a lot of fun. I think I just threw up in my mouth. Okay, <laughs> beautiful. So what's the take home? What, what's, what's the... Uh, I just say, you know, just, you know, stay positive, be happy. L'chaim, I'm Eric Have a great day. I love it. Okay, thank you so much. This is me, Rabbi Simcha, saying good night. Good night. ככה היה, וככה זה גם עלה, יהודים נשמה בוערת. בכל מקום ובכל ארץ, לא רוצה שיהיה אחרת. יהודי עני, זה משהו נצחי. בני אברהם, יצחק ויעקב, בני שרה רבקה רחל And every Jew's a proud Jew Not just me My sisters and my brothers Never be ashamed to be a proud Jew It's not what you've done It's how he made you So sing the song and spread the pride around you Yehudiani Eternally Hey Abraham
gonna do for you, officer? License and registration, please. Here you go. Hipsid, the podcast, is recorded, engineered, and produced by Sherry Barkley and Rabbi Simha. For more information, check out rabbisimha.com. If you like the show, subscribe on iTunes today.